0: Okay, what's good, what's good? It's a quick update for you all, yeah? Right, what I've tried to do here is I've changed things up a little touch to maintain the integrity of the main show whilst giving you a lot of regular podcasts you can listen to every week. So, stay subscribed to The Joff Show, but also for something more regular, search Random Joff on whichever podcast platform you use and subscribe to that for the regular joint. If there's a new episode of The Main Show, I'll be sure to let you know on there. And as always, it really helps if you follow Joff show on Insta, Twitter, Facebook... Sharing the content, letting your people know about the show really, 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 really helps. So, the more of that, the merrier. You know what I mean? Feel free to reach out anytime with any questions or suggestions for the show. Big up all of you, luck, man, for staying with the show. And yeah, we move. Big up. Love. This one's a bit late, isn't it? Fucking. Yeah, no, a couple days, but yeah. It's been a mad one. I'm not gonna lie, it's been a mad one. Anyway, look, I gotta thank everyone for supporting this madness, man. This podcast was literally a folder of thoughts on my iPhone that had nowhere to go. To think that some of you out there actually want to hear this shit, <laughs> it's fucking wild to me, man. But yeah, a uh, couple people on a shout out. Thanks to uh, big up. Um, King j Cog on Insta was sharing up the podcast, man. My boy Ryan now for helping me, pushing me to complete the stuff. Big up my war zone. Donnie, Allotment lot henchmen. Fucking Donnie with the gas grenade, man like Jim for telling me. He was the first one actually told me this is something I should do. He was like, no, you should, you should do this. He, this. This this big part of me actually starting this. Yeah, do you know what I mean big up Eshan Akbar for sharing up the pod um, my Penny Bell had me on her show uh, on her insta live thing she does on every Friday go follow her up man um, yeah nice one for that helping me share the story my story even and you know promoting the podcast and all that shit yeah a lot of swearing for an opener in it. innit a lot of swearing I'm a tired man I'm not gonna lie big up my missus yeah for not giving man grief when I had to go edit the show instead of watching Gamora or playing Plunder or something like that Plunder's a thing on Warzone by the way you lot dirty motherfuckers look I know it's early days and this ain't a a we've done it speech (laughs) we've done it can you imagine four episodes in like what well, I'm up to like two hundred and eighty downloads or something like that. Um uh, 200, 280 listeners, which is amazing. I was this it's, I thought I'd have four, do you know what I mean? But this this early in do you know what I mean? To be to be even saying thanks. But I I just wanna let people know I really fucking appreciate it, man. Do you know what I mean? Big up you like like the hardest part of doing this pod, apart from the painstaking editing process, is working out a way to get more listeners. So like anyone sharing the pod and letting anyone else, anyone else know about it, like thank you, man. This pod is it will literally survive on listenership alone. So if it resonates with you, then I know you probably have at least one friend that's like you, one friend who's creative, is on a spectrum, has ADHD, is a fucking nutter. You know, you know what I mean. Anyway, that friend, then it? it's that one, that one that you send stuff to when it hits that very specific number, let them know, man, keep this thing alive. Let them know that we, um, I say we, because I think there's a lot of us that we have got a voice out there. Podcasting has allowed that, which is dope. I mean, YouTube, it's just, I mean, it's this in, in other ways, but I feel like podcasting is a good way. I mean, if I'm getting listeners, any listeners on this is, it's, crazy to me because this is done at in the sp- speed and order of my mind so yeah let them know you, you, we all have got a friend like that so yeah let them know man. I'm trying to fit this creating stuff man creating this whole thing into my daily madness <laughs> full time job three kids bag of mental health problems <laughs> sorry about the block those. are basically my brain just wants me to sit the fuck down and do nothing do you know what I mean but yeah big up you lot man proper appreciate it please keep sharing the podcast please keep sharing the podcast ah right, let's go is wrong with me I've got to get a glass of water so I can start fucking recording yeah and I see that my alocasia plant is dripping so then I, I fucking google why an alocasia plant drips spent time reading about how the fact that it's been over watered so it's, it's sweating off water onto the ground so now clean that find a little rag to be underneath each bloody leaf now it can't be near anything and I get, come back in and think oh shit yeah water and then I go out to get the water and I think, oh, I need to fill up the water filter. And I remember that actually I was supposed to fill up the water filter so that I could fill up the coffee machine with filter water, right? And whilst I'm filling up the coffee machine with filter water, I remembered that I'd lost the tray, one of the little trays from my coffee machine. And then I'm like, okay, let me Google that, like how to get a new one. I didn't end up ordering the one that I should have flipping ordered. Then I came back and thought, fucking water. Three times, man. Then I went and poured the water. Then come in and got uninspired after about a fucking minute.
1: Yeah, my mo is my mo is. If you ain't got no haters, you ain't popping. If you ain't got no haters, you ain't popping.
0: Hey, what was it today? You dropped your your Lucas eight on the floor. How did today start? Today
2: started off. I started off with pennies, John. Yeah. And uh, when I was there, uh, I was struggling for the last. Uh, uh, I was struggling. I've been struggling there since about eleven o'clock this morning to get to get dog to, to, to get doorlight. Like, you know what I mean? The thing is, right? You,
0: what I notice about you, the difference with you is, you ain't got a sign that I says, ain't got "Please a sign. help me because of this" or whatever. Yeah, or, and you ain't got. And not that I ain't got nothing against it. And you
2: don't ask. I don't ask. Yeah. 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 But,
0: so, you start at 11. So, you because you usually start in the morning and then come back in the afternoon. Come back you? in the afternoon, John. Yeah, that's when I bump into you. Yeah, today's been a shit one. Yeah, it? it's really a shit one, John. Okay. What do you think? Like, most of the people that you around this, this, I mean, where we at? elephant and castle, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, gen- it's a bit gentrified, isn't it? Do you know what I
2: mean? Uh, it's not great, John, at the minute. I mean, I find it very poorly,
0: really. How do you think they've, like, the people that don't talk to you?
2: The people that don't talk to me, uh, uh, I don't understand it, John, because basically uh, they look down on me. How does it make you feel? Uh, Not great, John, to be honest with you. Like, uh, it's like, uh, I feel uh, feel shit when people treat me like that.
0: Yeah.
2: Do you feel like...
0: Obviously, being on the street and that it gives, it gives you mental health problems, does it? Do you know what I mean?
2: Yeah, but the thing is, John, when people when people come along, they ignore me. They should say, no, thank you, I haven't got... Or, yes, I can help you. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Do, they get, do some people get a bit shirty as well? Or? Shirty, yeah. Yeah? Yeah.
0: What's... Um, like when they look down when you feel like they look down on you do you think it's because they don't understand or they just arseholes or they're
2: just, just arseholes they, they just don't want to know John like and you get uh, people coming along and they're proper pests like do you know what I mean yeah. the, the actual public itself like do you know what yeah. I mean and uh, truthfully John um, you know it's like if I make 20 quid I'm quite happy in the day Like I, I can get by or anything less than that I can't get by at yeah, all like yeah. you know what I mean what's the 20 quid what does the 20 quid get you that gets you by for gets the day gets me cigarettes and yeah. uh, gets me a bit of food in the evening John, yeah. you know when I don't see you yeah yeah well how do you How you? How, like obviously me and you we've both
0: spoken about addiction before yeah that yeah. it's an ongoing it's, it's something that you fight with forever isn't it yeah, you even fight if you forever, have yeah. time off, have time off, you fight where are you at at the moment with it? You-
2: uh, I'm not too bad, like on that yeah. lead, like you know what I mean, because I don't take heroin, right? So I don't look for heroin every day, like you know. What I mean? Was you looking for it before? I was looking for it before, when I lived in Peckham in my old place, like, but well, a lot of people out here that beg. They're looking for money for heroin. For
0: heroin, yeah.
2: Yeah, it's for heroin they're looking but once,
0: for. Once they get it, how much money do you need to get for you to be
2: sorted for the day on a heroin? Uh, I would have thought... Probably... When I, when I was begging, when I was using heroin, I was using maybe a bag in the morning and a bag at night time. How much is a work? So that's 20 quid right, you know what I mean, a bag is 10 pounds later, right, you know I mean.
0: Yeah back in the morning back at night time so when you wake up in the morning
2: when you wake up in the morning when you're
0: on the the times when you was on on the the smack yeah yeah when you wake up in the morning
2: how do you feel before you've had it Uh, you don't feel great John at the time and it's like, uh, you you could do it with another bit and then you go looking for more, do like, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I, 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 I winged myself off myself. I winged myself off of the heroin. I stopped using heroin. How long did it take, you? Uh? It took me about six months, John.
0: Fucking hell, six months?
2: Yeah. Jesus Christ, what did you do? Just slow it down? You just cut down on it, like, do you know what I mean? I was, living, I was living with my cousin at the time, like... And he was telling me, like, I'm gonna cut you down, no call, like, you know what I mean? Mm. I'm only gonna give you something like one pipe and that's it, like, call, like, don't ask me. Yeah. Or don't look for any more, like, you know what I mean? So he wasn't injecting? I wasn't injecting, no. Have, not, you ever, I, have you ever done that? No, it? I've never injected. Is it scare you or? It does scare me, John, yeah.
0: yeah. And my experience with drugs and drug. And dra- drug addicts and me being addictive an addictive person myself. You end up around people that do it as well.
2: Yeah, John. That is not good when you're around people that does it, John.
0: And does it um But there's a there's a comrade a comradeship there, no? There's like a still a friendship even if yeah, even if even if it's bad for you. There's
2: still a friendship there, like but uh that you, you're better off keeping away from the people that are still it, if you're off yeah. is that why you went from Peckham over to here? That's why I went from Peckham over to these ends, like you know what I mean? So your cousin, he took you in, where did you live with him for a bit, did you? I lived with the cousin for a while, he put me up for a while and then I moved out and then I got my own place, John, and then I lost my place through rent arrears because I wasn't working, I couldn't pay for the rent, John. Right, okay.
0: Yeah. And they gave you so was it that like council gave you a place but you had to Cook. pay rent on I it? I had
2: to pay rent, John, yeah. yeah.
0: So what um And have you been on have you been have you got off it before and then gone back
2: on and then back off or uh, I had a couple of relapses John but uh, after the relapses I was okay. Yeah. What's a withdrawal? Withdrawal What's like that what's joking. that what's that like? It's withdrawal is not nice. It's not a nice feeling. What's
0: the what, what are your main symptoms?
2: well basically like they call it clocking, you're clucking for or actually gear like yeah, you yeah. Know
0: what I mean. like you know do you feel because um, i remember i took i was on tramadol for about yeah. six months and i come off cold turkey which is a it's a not it's an opioid right but it's not as strong as heroin obviously but it's still an opioid and i remember coming off it was the legs feeling how did yeah. your legs feel
2: my leg, my legs at the time, John, wasn't great. Like I felt I was very weak in that. Like do you know what I mean? Yeah. What about mentally? What goes through your head? Mentally, like do you know what I mean? I, I'm, I am bipolar. I am bipolar in life, John. I got a bipolar illness, a mental illness, problem bipolar. Like do you know what I mean? And um, I'm on medication at the minute, like John, like do you know what I mean? So I have to be very care- careful of drug use. How often do you take the medication? I take the medication every night, John, before I go to sleep.
0: Before you go to sleep? Yeah. What is it? They got you
2: on citalopram or...? I'm on lithium, John. Lithium. How is it? Uh, it's quite a good drug. Like, it prevents you it prevents, like, from actually getting like uh, Ill, Ill or whatever. like you know what I mean? Yeah.
0: What happens if you don't... Like, if you wasn't taking it... Do you, do you just fluctuate? If I,
2: if I wasn't t- taking it, uh, John, I'd end up in hospital. Really? You hurt yourself or you just... I, I would hurt myself, John, like or me. And how do you feel where, do you, where, where you're at now? you feel like you're in a better place now than you was... Yeah, I'm in a better place than I was in Peckham because there's a lot more happening in Peckham than there is up here, John.
0: Is there any substance getting in the way of your improvement at the moment?
2: No substance. So no substance, so substance yeah. at all, like, yeah, it's tough though, man.
0: The hard the hard part is that you've got a mental health problem Yeah, and you know that it takes it away temporarily, right? Yeah. So when you take it, smack, drink, whatever, yeah. it takes it away temporarily, doesn't it? Actually,
2: takes away temporarily, yeah. How did you end up? Because obviously you're from, what part of Ireland are you from? I come from, uh, my mum's from Kerry, my dad's from Galway, John. Which one? I was born here.
0: You wanna be in Ireland, you wanna go back there?
2: Yeah, eventually I will go back there, yeah.
0: Yeah. Do you, your mum's there, right? She's sick at the moment.
2: Yeah, she's there at the moment. She's she's got cancer John.
0: In the stomach, you said, yeah? Yeah, I'm in the sure. stomach, yeah. What what's the situation with her?
2: Uh she's still getting she's still having chemotherapy. Yeah. Yeah. How long she had it for? She's had that for about six months now. Yeah? yeah. One yeah. second.
0: Do we need to move? Sure, yeah. Cool, That's one. What... Yeah. So, how'd you contact her? Cause you ain't got a phone, huh? Uh,
2: I I get in, I normally use a friend's uh, friends' phones to contact there, or they contact my friends uh, my friends' um, uh, telephone to contact me. Like
0: they, they they get, yeah, to contact yeah, you. They contact me, yeah. So I get to you that way, yeah. Yeah.
2: That's the way they do it. I am, look, I am trying to get another phone, John. I don't know if you can help me with a phone. Yeah, we can work out, I was saying to you before, we can work out a pay-as-you-go situation, yeah. isn't it? Um, with
0: a phone. What, um, like that was me, yeah, with the mental health stuff. Sometimes you get, feel like you let you let yourself down, or you let people around you down. Well, Do you ever I, feel I, like
2: I, that? I, I feel like, John, I, I let myself down, and I let other people down, like, you know what I mean? And truthfully, John, uh, between me and you, Life is very hard, John. Of course.
0: Is there anybody in particular that you think about that matters to you the most? I
2: think about my mum an awful lot, like, you know what I mean, like, you know. And uh, uh, I will be going to Ireland very soon, probably either for for good or for a holiday.
0: So the plan is gathering up enough money?
2: Gathering up enough money, like. So so when
0: you're trying to get your 20 a day, do you just put a bit aside... To yeah, tr-
2: I try and keep a bit of shade, but I drink a lot of coffee, John. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, do you? Yeah, drink
0: it So, like, you've ended up, you've come off of uh, yeah. heroin, but now you're on yeah. a coffee. I'm on the coffee machine now. <laughs> <laughs> How much are they charging
2: you for coffee? They're charging me two quid. Two quid? Yeah. Fuck sake. <laughs> I mean, the co- coffee I got this morning, called by John, gave it to me. He's got his own coffee shop across the road there, like, do you know what I mean? And he gave me a coffee, John, like, you know what I mean? Uh, I was really happy because I had a coffee myself, like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. But sitting there with a bottle of water is yeah. no good.
0: It will not obviously, it will never replace
2: heroin, but does it give you some some sort of respite in the morning? Uh, it does give me a respite in the morning, like, because I don't look for heroin no more, do you know what I mean? So I'm not, like, looking for heroin,
0: you know what I mean? Does it look for you?
2: Uh, that's what I often think to myself it looks for me like
0: you get do you get the dealers approach you uh, no
2: they
0: don't so if no. somebody says so a dealer sees you on the street he doesn't try to give you a sample and to oh, keep you no
2: no, no no the, you don't, John in the air from the castle dealers don't go around giving a sample they just want your money mate yeah
3: which is, which is wrong really they yeah, should give course. you a
2: sample first like yeah, you know yeah, yeah. what I
3: mean what no the t-rex had knobby arms, didn't it
2: Nubby arms.
3: Uh, you yeah. know how big T-Rexes were, yeah? What's a nubby arm? Like, his arms were tiny.
0: Oh, little arms.
3: Yeah. What if that's how the bones were, yeah? But mm. then there was just bare flesh on the end and they just dragged across the floor using the like lassos or something i would be mad. Or just flesh hanging off. Yeah. They just, like, just long for some reason. They like just wrap, like, and
0: just, just swings it around when he gets vexed. Yeah. And he gets, like, i f- am throw a hissy fit. He just does. <laughs> <laughs> start slapping things.
3: Start slapping things. <clears throat> you can't tell me that dinosaurs didn't beat their kids, because I know that happened. Why? <laughs> you can't tell me that a mother dinosaur was just walking at its kid to swear, like, hey... hey just when I was doing something, just like... And the mom was like, you, you know that happened. Boy, who knows? But trying to combat a dinosaur would be interesting. How were you meant to deal with that?
0: Well, what was the size of... So what was the most powerful one? It wasn't a T-Rex. It's was, was it just a T-Rex had the Spinosaurus. Speed.
3: So it was a Spinosaurus or a Gigantosaurus. What is... This? How big are they in comparison to us? Very. Uh, Bigger than our house, maybe? That the T Rex is how how tall is this house, would you say? I don't know, probably uh, twenty feet. The T Rex is another ten feet taller than this house. The Spinosaurus was about the height of this house with its spine, except it could go on all <coughs> fours and stand up straight and it well basically when standing okay. up straight it would just like this, it's like claws like that long in it. It would just go I like
0: was some like, were pterodactyls real? No. No. Right, do you know? I was like, weather. you know, I learned that like a month ago that they wasn't real, and up until this
3: point, I thought pterodactyls were real. It's really weird, isn't it? They are real. They just don't have that name.
0: Pterodactyls. What? They are real, or they're not real? No, pterodactylus antiquus. It was the first pterosaur to ever be named. Pterodactyl is just its other name, but it's called a pterodactylus.
3: Pterodactylus. Yeah. So, so, but it was a flying dinosaur. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, you know the Gigantosaurus is about nearly 50 feet tall. Yeah. Right. So, um, double this house. Yeah. It's massive. He would just absolutely claw you if he saw it. Don't
0: go brain hands. The break-all don't break-all. Girl on a guarantee guaranteed is a girl.
3: Do you think mad? Do but you want the, it? the, the Carnotaurus. That would be scary. It's just got horns, isn't it? It's like a T-Rex with horns. Tiny horns. Tiny horns. But they hurt. What's it called? Carnotaurus. Or well, the Majangasaurus. Oh. Majangajanga. Is that real? Are these real names? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah Carnotaurus. Right. the Majangasaurus, mate. They just look like... Louis, I don't know the way Louis in the corner just casually fact-checking everything you're saying, it, Div. I'm the it. dinosaur guy, bro. I know this. Horns. Oh my days, imagine
0: just falling out of a tree onto his back.
3: No, you search up on Majangasaurus. It's, it's of like a B Tech Cardotaurus. We found it? Notch. Notch? Majangasaurus. Yeah. I think that's his name. I can't remember his name.
0: Notch. Ain't that the guy who made no, Minecraft?
3: Yeah. Well, he's just got one one, this one.
0: People. Is that for real, right? The dinosaur had a horn? Yeah. yeah. Single horn? Yeah, they've only found one fossil. So it's with... like a unisaur? Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
3: They, they found know. one fossil of that uh, dinosaur and say a juvenile. So people think as an adult it would have had a horn like a rhino. What's the sound? Oh, What's the thing part of? that kind of cuts yeah. in the story. mad, is not it? Oh, I don't know. You're <laughs> about a sod? No, not Sarcosuchus. Sarcosuchus was mad. Well, it could be any dinosaur or would it be
0: any dinosaur. It's mad because you loved dinosaurs when you was like five, right? Yeah. Like your Uncle Dan. Both of you did. But even now, you, you love dinosaurs, innit? They're cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, you know, I, I, I didn't get Dan books on, loads of books on dinosaurs, but I didn't care at all about no dinosaurs. And crazily enough, didn't really care that much about animals. I just loved kittens.
3: And I mean kittens. It's fair enough, they
0: yeah, just... but like, yeah, one yeah, in the family. I don't know because now I, I do. I do find them interested in just the size and strength of their bad boys. Yeah, <laughs> the sharp teeth and all that madness.
3: Didn't the diplodocus re-evolve itself? Oh yeah, it did. It still exists now. What do you mean? Basically, there was for a dinosaur a called Dipikulis. It was basically a 30-odd feet long salamander.
0: Dipikulis.
3: <clears throat> and it just kind of chilled. It didn't really do much. It just kind of ate fish. And basically, uh, it went extinct. And then it was just like, hey, yo, nah, I'm not having it. So another species evolved back into it. Then it kept evolving to get smaller. And you can like legitimately find them still. They just exist. Like they're they, tiny now. They're tiny. No, they're not all tiny. They're some they, of them are. are they like,
1: called this green no, great. No, they're
3: called. I think they're called hammerhead salamanders. They just chill.
0: Were crocodiles around back then? Or
3: alligators? Yeah. Uh, they are the sarcosuchus. Yeah? Yeah, that thing's massive. <laughs> that would go. That is like. From the sign there to, like, the white collar. Massive. Really? Yeah, it was just huge. What? Yeah. How long
0: is that? About, what, like a 20-meter
3: crocodile? Yeah, absolutely massive. Psychotrache? Yeah. How do you not remember all these names? I don't know. I've
0: been having a meh lately. Struggling with routine and creativity do you know what I mean it's I say I was about to say it as of recent it's the story of my life but I seem to start the day full of ideas do you know what I mean like voice notes while I'm driving of podcast ideas and pulling over to type fuck off little I got them little uh, soil fungus gnats if any of you lot know I deal with them by the way Tell me because I'm trying everything and it's not working. They're in my soil, man. And I'm not changing it all out again. Anyway, what I was saying was my creativity's been suffering. I do, I've noticed in the mornings when I'm driving, I might do voice notes, I might flick through splice to listen to samples, I might um, pull over and type up some little notes and bits and bobs. Also, Splice is a sample site, if if most of you won't know about it, but it's a site that a lot of people use for samples. And this is where I noticed the difference between going to work and coming home, is that on the way in, most of the samples, let's say one in three samples I'm playing, I'm like, yeah, I can use that in this. I can use it in that. On the way home, unless the sample is screaming a certain tune at me, I'm not downloading it. So uh, like, I might download three or four on the way home. Whereas on the way in, I might download 30, 40. So it's it's a big difference. Do you know what I mean? Creativity wise, I think it's the job, innit? It's this classic sort of artist curse of having to fit into the box. Do you know what I mean? That's just, uh, thinking about how a lot, how just stopping work altogether would allow me the creative freedom that I need. It also you know I'm old enough and I'm wise enough to have the type of person that I am to also know that it might allow me the freedom to be even fucking worse. Like that morning thing, like getting up, do you know what I mean? Because of work and having to go maybe one of the only things getting me going making me do stuff. Do you know what I'm saying? It's mad. But obviously, there's bad sides to that. There's bad sides to it, man. Like, I can't... I, the only solution can be a plan, I suppose. But the I looked at it. I tried to sort of write down a plan. It is tough because if that's when the creativity is flowing... The only... Apart, actually, you know what? Apart from the morning, which I can't do anything about, I'll just kill my annual leave. No matter... They could give me half the year annual leave. It don't, I'm going to kill it. I'm going to kill it. Do you know what I mean? And then do... I'll probably, I'll probably kill it in the first... through the. I'll take the whole of the winter off. And I'm less active in the winter anyway. Do less than I would have done. And then basically spend the summer with a shitload of ideas and not enough time to do it. But... um Yeah, also, in the middle of the night, when I say middle of the night, nights when the ADHD or whatever it is has such a hold on me that I end up just getting this uh, analysis paralysis thing where I I just don't know which thing to do first and then I get stuck and then I just end up sitting and doing nothing, not even enjoying anything. Like like, I won't put a telly on or anything like that and just get completely absolutely stuck until let's say 9, 10 at night and then I think right I'm tired I'm not really going to make anything now Um, what do I do with the time? might as well play some Call of Duty might as well bang some Warzone or something do you know what I mean? that's another one Warzone is yeah apart from like actual you know grown up stuff there's some other stuff that I'm doing that's taking my creativity man well it's it's just making keeping me away from the mic keeping me away from production and Warzone's one of them (laughs) I've cut back massively on it but it is fucking addictive and good and it the thing is the other half plays it as well She's sick of it. You know, a lot of men are like, you're living a dream with that. And yeah, it's amazing. But she's also like, were you up for a couple of games? I'm like, "Whoa, oh, I was going to, oh, I was going to clean up and then work on What are well, you on now? And then I hear the PlayStation sounds in the background. Do you know what I mean? Or I hear like the sergeant on Warzone saying something in the background. <laughs> and I'm fucking in do you know what I mean it's like eating one sweet like I can't do it I'm all in or I'm not in at all but I, I, freedom of creativity or freedom of time to be completely free has created some that you know together with the internet um, has proven that you can that some amazing things can happen A example of that is The other day I was going through Insta and I noticed that Mark Rebillet, I think it's Rebillet or Rebillet, and Reggie Watts have linked up. I don't know what for. I haven't heard anything that they've done, but they've linked up for something. Now, if you don't know who these two people are, Mark, spelled with a C, uh, R-E-B-I-L-E-T, look him up on YouTube, crazy, talented uh, music producer, musician, piano player, singer, who just gets up in the morning, right, puts his fucking dressing gown on, puts the camera on, gets his loop machine going, and just goes ham, and does whatever he fucking wants to do, and what comes out of it, of this creative freedom, is fucking, I don't know, it's just, watch it, check it out, Um, Mark yeah and Reggie Watts go to YouTube search Reggie Watts uh, t -T -T s Reggie Watts yeah TED search that he went to TED in the early days of TED and done this most disorienting Disorientating, dis- disorienting, disorienting. He done this most disorienting thing. Disorienting thing, right? That it's it's incredible. Just watch it. Um, it's, it's you can't describe it. It's the same with the Mark Reveley stuff. You can't exactly describe what you what, like you know a TV show a song whatever usually you can be like yeah this is the kind of song it is this is what you're going to get from it but it's not like that with this stuff do you know what I mean it's what happens with absolute creative freedom not just um they've got the time to do it they've also got the freedom to do it in this random order um I'm very inspired by that I wish I could <laughs> Oh, I wish I could do it, man. I wish I could do it. Um, that actually moves me on to a couple of music things um, that Mark uh, Mark Rebellay put up a thing on his Instagram. Let's have a look here. Let me find it. It was uh, Arvo Part, A-R-V-O, P A the A with just two dots on the top, but I'm sure a normal A would do. R T and it's called Chot Chot F R A T R E S Chot Chot is silent, I'm pretty sure. But he was playing Chot for. Cellos, I think it was. Yeah, hot for cello and piano. Incredible. Dark, very dark, classical kind of sound. On the subject of classical, and I know I did this on the previous podcast with when I was talking about the the Getz album, but my friend Lou at work sent me, well, he actually called me said geese, you need to check this video that I sent you because he knows I'm shit with my phone he knows I'm fucking awful with my phone yeah Well, he called me <sighs> he said you need to check this Little Sims video when you get home and listen to the tune I was like alright cool he sent me her album before Grey Area and I liked it but I didn't come back to it I used to have a couple of her songs in a playlist that I loved. Can't remember what they're called, but the production was incredible. Anyway, it's a six minute video. (sighs) Instrumentation wise, as a minimum, just, just to start it off, instrumentation on this thing, I hope, I wish all music was this highly produced. I like, I like ghetto, like, pulled back, less stuff, just some, greasy fucking tune i love that shit too but musically i'll just i like shit loads of stuff going on and it's fucking tune it starts like a bond tune but it's like the instrumentation is incredible it's classical it's very big bandy um drops into hip-hop uh, it's about it's called Introvert the song's called Introvert so look that one up uh, Little Sims little normal spelling Sims with a Z instead of an S Introvert I think it's uh, she's got an album coming out called Sometimes I Might Be Introvert and this is a prequel to to that but I've listened to that song for about two days over and over picking it apart Um, got quite emotional when I listened to it because I have a bit of a issue where my dad taught me me music and showing my dad a song usually when I hear something I'd be like fuck listen to that cannot wait to see my dad I'm going to show him this to the point of where I wouldn't even send now I would send stuff to people but back then I wouldn't send stuff to my dad and I could but I wouldn't send it to him because I wanted to sit next to him and do you know what I mean so it got me a bit a little bit emotional I'm not going to lie listening to this tune and watching the video because I was watching the video at the same time it was, and it just so happens that the cinematics, the cinematography, everything, the color work, the dancing, the actors, the scenes, just the direction, everything about the video is fucking incredible. Um, it was just like, I think, creative wise, it ticked so many boxes for me, audio wise and visually. Audially, audially, orderly, audiologically and cinnamon attack- attackically, yeah, ticked so many boxes in one go that I was just a bit of a wreck, Do you know what I mean? <laughs> one of my main close friends, uh, my brother, he's not my brother, really, it's weird even saying friend, even though we're not blood relatives moved on the weekend and helped to move. And it was a bit of an emotional experience. It's cr- and, uh yeah, and I held it down. But then on, uh then I listened to that tune, man, and just mashed me up. Just kind of, I didn't cry for years, you know, like years, years. My dad, um, after my dad used to kind of mash himself up, meant even some psychosis situation, yeah. I kind of shut down on crying. Like, I don't think, I think I maybe shed a little tear at the time, but I became an absolute emotional robot for so long, for years, man. And through losing my family, I held it down, not much crying and this, that and the third. And I think after the trauma eased up and the sort of delayed PTSD symptoms became normal uh, or manageable or at least I was the watcher rather than the victim of it. Um, then I started crying, which is mad for me. That's mad. Like, <laughs> me and my partner, we, we were talking about it the same day. I was like, what is that all about? So, I mean, it was just, kind of, well, I'm just being his parent and all that. I mean, what's going kind on of with us, bro? I used to be a bad man bro pussy on now bro we're talking around <laughs> uh, check that little sims thing out man that shit is amazing big up all of you that have been listening to music and stuff that I've been shouting out and buying stuff that um that I've been talking about on the podcast I'm surprised do you know what I mean like I'm used to telling people about stuff over and over and over so uh, there, maybe there's something about the speed of this podcast that's making you try the shit. Do you know what I mean? Uh, maybe I'm more convincing um, when I'm on my own in uh, Masonet in a village in Hertfordshire with a mic rather than being in the room going, brother, this is what you need. You need it now. You need it right now, right now, right here. right, 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 right. How long have you been off? You said about six months now. Something about like. six months, yeah. And if a, if if a dealer gave you a
2: sample now, how hard would it be for you to be to just throw it away? Uh, the last time a dealer gave me uh, uh, a sample, I threw it away in the street.
0: Really? Yeah. Was it hard to do?
2: It was hard to do, but I threw it away. Good. I got rid of it. Yeah. What What's the end goal? for you like uh, the end goal at the moment is for me like to get back to college or get back into voluntary work or something like that like you know did I you mean? do some of that work before then that, yeah? that kind of work before like a Blackfriars settlement yeah yeah. what is that um, like a hostel kind of situation uh, it's uh, a people for mental illness problems do like, you know what I mean Blackfriars settlement yeah? Blackfriars settlement is for people that's got mental health mental health uh, um, issues issues if I can get a phone you see I can keep in contact with you John so more yeah, often yeah. we'll work out a phone situation yeah Um. I'm not here next week but I'll work out we'll work out a phone we yeah. can definitely work out a phone
0: Wait, how long did you do the work there you did work there for a while at that Blackfriars place yeah I did yeah, what but, kind yeah, of work
2: I was doing art and I was doing uh, carpentry work. yeah wood walk. Yeah. Is yeah what kind of art uh, I was doing, like, art and design. Yeah? So what, was yeah. you painting and stuff paint like that? and all that, like... Right? What, if, if, what would your ideal thing, to, what would it be to do Well, the thing is, like, if I was to carry on like that, I could actually get a job out of it, like, but I'm thinking about going back doing it again next month. Yeah? So, you'll see me, yeah. but, like, you know, you you'd have to keep in contact with me by telephone, John. I'll find you. Yeah. I'll find you somehow.
0: We'll have to give you the phone, but what I'll do is as well, I'll give you my number on paper.
2: Yeah, please, John, yeah. And
0: then and then you can let me know you're getting on and stuff, do you know yeah.
2: what I mean? Where do you sleep? Uh, I, uh, I, 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 I sleep at a friend's house. Yeah? Yeah. Do they charge you? Uh, he expects money off me each time, but I said to him the other night, I said I'm not making money that often, do like, you know what I mean? But when I do make a bit, a bit more money, I said... I'll actually provide more for you. Right, and what's he like about it? Is he nice about He's it? He's all is... right, like, but I mean, I'm getting a bit sick of it. Like, I'm thinking about moving out very soon. Like, you know, I me. Mean. You've been on. You've lived, slept on the street. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I have slept on the street. Yeah. What's the situation? Have you had
0: long periods of sleeping on the street?
2: Or... I've had a long period of sleeping on the streets, Yeah.
0: What's it like?
2: Uh, Sounds stepped, like a dumb question. Right? I stepped in a park, like, and it's not nice because when I actually stepped in a park, I actually stepped in the park through half of through winter, like from January when the cold weather was there, like, and it's no good, John.
0: How many fucking sleeping bags do you need to stay
2: warm for a British winter? Well, you need at least two fucking sleeping bags, John. Really? <laughs> <laughs>
1: You <laughs> Mechanical ludicrous vision, At- anatom- anatomical organism, antiquated microbiotic backflip, power hamster, F- fucking unsung centrifugal hat trick, man went shot through the portal and come back quick. I'm so intelligent and just that's it. Lateral correlation, endorphin escalation, Fibonacci sequence, scientific megabyte wave function, neutron, a megatron acetop, radio, cyclone telescope, pterodome, tetrabite, lemon clone, golden spiral, Some Flower, Herabone, Ergonomic, Melancholic, Pheromone, Anatomic, Bomb Blast, Paradoxical Paragraph, Phosphorus, Dinosaur, Sarcophagus, Ambonymous, Lominous, Shabolabus. Exonymous, Rhyolinous, Chemicals, Laboratory, Drop show, Instagram, fucking follow me. Anti-disestablishmentarian mysticism, mysticism. Tell your fucking mum to listen. Swear down I got the sick man vision. The sick man vision
3: Street.
0: A <laughs> couple of right, couple of things I want to talk about. I've got a bit of a problem with sugar in I, in I, in I. I have an I. She agrees. No there <sighs> Got a bit of a sugar problem, and I'm controlling it at the moment. Um, working at. And it's helping with the anxiety. It's helping with everything. It's helping with confidence. It's helping with absolutely everything. Sticking to it. Sticking to it. Mostly. Sticking to it. Most of the time. Sticking to it. Yeah. But I'm doing better. I'm doing better than I've ever done when it comes to this kind of stuff. Um, Big shout out to my bro Julian. uh, Julian Samson on Instagram. Um, He's a bodybuilder, but um, he actually gave me a workout to do because I bought some weights, hooked me up with a workout, and it's uh, allowed me to literally chew his ear off with the dumbest of fucking questions probably about it, questions that he's probably been asked by so many people so many times. So yeah, if you're listening, big up you for that and swiftly moving out of what is good for you into what I actually wanted to talk about now Cutter and Squidge this is special this is special this one me and the missus have been working our way through various patisseries in London over the past five years and there's a couple that I want to talk about here that we just keep going back to Um, it's crazy actually I remember I was off sick from work for quite a while at one point and they wanted me to do a gradual return so they gave me, instead of me being out uh, working around trains and all this kind of stuff, what they'd done was they actually gave me a delivery job. So I would take parts to different places across London. So what I did was <laughs> I looked on a map every day, found that I looked on like the top 20 patisseries, cake shops, etc., bakeries in London and I looked at where they were in relation to my deliveries because I was all over London all on trains and basically every other day I was coming home with some new shit from new bakeries and uh, one of them yeah which one yeah one of them I discovered that stayed with me um, some of them were a bit dead some of them are closed now do you know what I mean but yeah back to the point Cutter and Squidge Yeah, this is, this is, I think this is probably the number one that we've gone back to more than any. Um, The biscuits, they do these things called biscuits, they are fucking incredible, yeah. Like our favourite, I would say our favourite is definitely the blueberry cheesecake one, which is mad, because she don't really like blueberry flavoured stuff, like... Other than that, me personally, I love the classic s'more. If you've had s'more anything before, you know what s'more is. This chocolate biscuit and marshmallow, usually hot. This one ain't hot. But it's this This one is basically a bad man biscuit sandwich with their own fresh marshmallow, with some chocolate buttercream, which again, I'm not a f- huge fan of buttercream. But that shit is fucking balanced and it's fucking incredible. The blueberry one, though, I think they've got... In the middle, it's got, like, their own version of a digestive. That's what they call it. They call it a version of a digestive. I just call it greatness. It's just baking greatness, yeah? I wish my mum could have tried these. These are fucking incredible. This is a place, I fucking swear. I'm sorry if I swear. I, I fucking swear. And I'm swearing so many fucking... <laughs> but, but I swear by this place. Like I definitely have the pot belly to prove that this place is the the one, yeah. Like I'm worthy of suggesting such a thing. They've they've usually got a bunch of flavors. They got like salted caramel, which is a bit bait, but you know what I mean. Billionaire's Dream Bar. I remember them having a pistachio one last time we went. Um, and they do cakes as well, man. Made with marshmallow and shit, like. Blueberry's the don on the cake as well. The blueberry is the don, but they've got like chocolate squidge, s'mores, old school, Vicky's Vicky sponge, classic, but in but not but incredible. Passion fruit, pistachio, they got like lemon drizzle, bake well, fucking eat a mess. Mate, there's there's loads there, but I ain't had a shit one yet. Honestly, that probably their absolute worst product. I will take over most things in London. Like with a lot of the cakes that they make, they're not like layered. They, Like I said, they stuff marshmallow, marshmallow and like blueberry or chocolate pockets and icing all over the place. I don't know how to do it. They must just get like a, some sort of outer shell, uh, I can't think of the word and just stuff it with thing until it resembles a cake, but it, you can cut it like a cake, but they look amazing, like super rustic. So yeah, check them out and say that's number one for us, number one. Another one is Dominic Ansell Bakery. Uh, if you don't already know about Dominic Ansell, he, he invented the cronut. And if you add one of them, basically, it's a donut made with croissant dough, if that makes sense, but it's banging beyond belief. They do a, also do a thing called a Frozen S'more. Look at, if you look up Frozen S'more, Dominic Ansel on YouTube, they did like an advert for it. It's like an ice cream inside a bar of marshmallow on a stick. And when you buy it, they toast that motherfucker with a blowtorch right in front of you, which I suppose some people love. Do you know what I mean, people love that kind of shit, but classic introvert, spectrum type... I don't really know what to do with myself when they're doing it. Like, do you know what I mean? So I just look at my phone as if I buy this shit all the time. i like some rich bastard. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Make myself like, look like I'm, in my head, I'm just like, yeah, you lot, you crack on with my little sweet thing while I just trade blue chip stock and my mashed up hoodie. Do you know what I mean? It's Dominic Ansel is like a, it's a fancy one, but not too expensive. It's in Victoria. They're like, it's in Victoria, but down the side road by the coach station, which is mad, really, because coaches and upmarket patisseries, uh, you know, with ivy growing over the doorway, don't seem to match to me. But I can see people eating a Snickers or a pack of frazzles that cost a tenner from a service station on a coach, but for some reason, a four quid expertly crafted krona I just can't see. Makes no sense really. Do so you get where I'm coming from? Like I feel like Pret-a-mon-ja, Pretamanja, 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 Pretaminger. I feel like Pretamanja is the closest you're getting to a co- like in a coach. Uh you only be getting Leon on a coach. Leon being the food place. That reminds me. No apologies and Advance to this firm, but your selling point, you smashed it. But Tony's. Anyone seen this shit? Usually it's in MS or the higher shelf at Tesco. I think it's called Tony's Choco Lonely or something like that. Anyway, it's like a five quid bar of chocolate and it's absolute dog shit. Anybody born in the 80s will know that Easter eggs in the the late 80s or through the 90s were made from shit chocolate. If you've ever tasted cooking chocolate, you know exactly what I mean. Basically, to be put simply, this Tony's bullshit tastes like a rich man's Yorkie. Only difference is it tastes like if you took a Yorkie And thought, how can I make this already shit chocolate bar shitter? I know some of you out there saying, Yorkie ain't that bad. Now, but Yorkie was terrible chocolate back then. Do you know what I mean? Terrible. Disclaimer. I don't even know if they have improved over the years, Yorkie. But growing up, it was always low quality chocolate. Tony's is fucking worse than that. But they have absolutely smashed it with how they're selling it. It's wrapped in paper with an old school Charlie the Chocolate Factory style font. Do you know what I mean? It's basically a chocolate bar made to catch the eye of people living in gentrified areas like Shoreditch or Queen's Park. Personally, I say, don't buy this shit. Like, if you're going to buy some chocolate, like, I say, go for something like Ritter Sport. Uh, Ritter Sport has been around for years, years, and has but has always been banging. But it's only now that you're starting to see it in places like M&S or Waitrose. I don't know if they've got it in Waitrose, but I'm guessing they'll have it in Waitrose. Um, I haven't got really go to Waitrose. I don't think I've been to Waitrose for probably about three, four years. I don't really rate it, but anyway, Ritter Sport—they've got a massive list of flavours. They're basically square bars of chocolate with different flavors like cornflakes or one of my favorites which is like honey sorted almonds. The white chocolate hazelnut is fucking incredible as well. So if you see them in a shop definitely give them a try. For me it's the base cho- chocolate quality. You know like how Lindor Lindor is good no matter what they put like the chocolate is so banging on its own. They put it on anything and it just fucking works. Ritter Sport is like that. They make good fucking chocolate. So whatever they put over it or in it is fucking good. Do you know what I mean? But dodge that Tony's shit, man. Like you're a mug, rich or poor, if you're seeing that Tony's shit and thinking, this looks like top quality stuff. This looks like really great fantastic gentrification product I'm going to buy this and I'm not going to bag it I'm going to carry it and I'm going to put it on my Instagram all of that great but the fucking chocolate is garbage 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 Garbage. it's garbage 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 Tony's Absolute Garbage Tony's Chocolate Absolute Garbage Welcome to Tony's Chocolate Absolute Garbage Wrapped In Not Garbage Tony's Absolute Shit Rewrapped Welcome to Tony's Chocolate We make good chocolate <laughs> We actually don't make good chocolate We make good rapid. Welcome. Do people give you clothes and stuff to keep you warm or?
2: Yeah, people give you clothes and that like, you know what I mean? You can go to the charity places and that you can pick up clothes and all that like, you know what I mean? What about let's say you didn't get any money and you hadn't eaten? Where can you get food? Where I actually can get food is um, I can get food from the nearest soup kitchens and that. what's your relationship like with your mum?
0: Yeah, it's good, it's good,
2: yeah. It's good, yeah. yeah.
0: Hold on, here we go skateboarders yeah yeah gentrification.com it, like, they'll see you they, they know you're on drugs right so some people they'll think it's your fault do you know what I mean yeah. whereas we've had this discussion before me and you we know that the system's not great that you were saying to me before about the have this country has a pretend way of showing that they care
2: yeah yeah yeah
0: how do you how do you see that
2: well, how I see that at the minute, John, like, uh, I look at, like, I can do better than what I used to be in before, like, you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And I'd like to move on from all that like behind me. Yeah. But well, you're doing better, though, don't you think? Don't you <laughs> yeah, think? I I'm, mean, doing, I'm doing better, yeah. Because personally,
0: I mean, my my opinion is you've been way, way worse. You kicked one of the hardest drugs to kick. Yeah. Yeah. You've accepted that being an addict is a lifelong thing that you fight with and you're doing fucking much better though isn't it
2: that's right yeah
0: but how much mental health support do you get apart from getting medi- medication how much have you ever hit a bad point in mental health where you need immediate assistance
2: I've, I've, I've come along where I've had voices and I'm paranoid and all that yeah. and I've needed to hospital treatment straight away did you, get, did you get the treatment I got the treatment and uh, I was okay after that they kept me in hospital for a while, and then when I come out, I was okay. Like, do you know what I mean? What, what was in your head when you was feeling like that? The paranoia. I don't know. It was in my head. Like I thought someone was after me. Yeah. And I thought someone was gonna do something to me, and I had certain problems in life. Like, do you know what I mean?
0: And it was all adding up and making you anxious and nervous. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. All that kind of so, thing. Was there a particular part of the day where it was worse? Was worse because I was sectioned off at the time, like in hospital, and uh, they, I couldn't actually get out. And then they let me out after two months right. for a cigarette here and there, yeah. and I was back in again. So I spent about three or four, three or four months in hospital. Yeah, in a mental what is it like a mental health home. In a mental right. health home, yeah. What was that like in there? It's very closed off, and uh, you don't see nobody. Only nurses. Do you see other patients? See other patients, like, and they're actually worse than you yourself, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. How's it, mate? Both of them, that, that, that's all, that's that's basically it, like, through what's been going on in my life story and all that, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's what's happened to me in life. What do you think? Uh, you was born here, and was you raised in Ireland? Up in Ireland, yeah, by my grandmother back in Ireland. My mum my was working over here and I was I was in Ireland what was it like uh, how come your grandmother raised you uh, my grandmother raised me because my, my mother couldn't my mother couldn't uh, actually uh, bring me up because she was having problems with my, with her, with my dad and all that like you okay. know what I mean and then they got divorced Yeah. and now she's never remarried again ok do you still talk to your dad I'd never seen my dad only with photographs really do you ever want to see him um, I'd like to see him but I'm not too sure John is it because you're not too sure what you want to tell him I'm not too sure what I want to say to him right did you was you homeless first or was it the drugs that made uh, you homeless my, my addiction might be started from my mental health uh, the, the side to it like do you remember your first time you had it my well, first time I had it like you know what I mean I thought it was great like and then like I thought to myself like this is not going to last, like do you know what I mean. I got to do something about it, and I was going to meetings and all that, like do you know what I mean. Yeah. I was actually going to alcohol meetings too. Who, who gave you? How did you get your first bit? Uh, my first, my first bit. I actually, I I, 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 actually met this fella, and he introduced me to it. How do you feel now that the summer's coming? Uh, I feel good at the summer. And I feel good talking to you, John. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah, 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 like, yeah. Like,
0: like, 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 like.